Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. The Stylist Diaries is your source for hair, beauty, branding, and everything in between. I'm your host, Heather DeKline, a licensed hairstylist and makeup artist in Calgary, Alberta, with a passion for sharing stories and collaboration. Now, let's take a look inside The Stylist Diaries. Welcome to The Stylist Diaries, episode 16. Today's guest is my very dear friend, Hilary Taylor. Anyone who knows Hillary knows that she is the sweetest soul and has the most infectious energy. Hillary is an instructor at Bar West and Junction 9 here in Calgary, as well as a talented macrame artist. She recently contributed to the opening of the Way Holistic Collective here in Calgary, a space for acupuncture, massage, bodywork, and more. I've invited Hillary to the podcast today so she can share a little bit of her journey, as well as a stretching and guided meditation that will help all you beauty professionals find balance and space. Hello, welcome Hillary to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing today? Oh well, I'm sipping out of a terracotta mug in your sweet pad. So yeah. I'm I'm great. I'm gravy. I'm so happy to have you here today. So today we're gonna to start off doing something a little different, and Hillary is going to lead us in a guided meditation. Yeah, so I want to take us through a mindfulness moment just so we can kind of clear there. It's Monday morning right now, whether you're listening to this on a Monday morning or not, and we just kind of want to take you down into a calmer state in which you can really grasp and receive all this. So if you're sitting at home, if you're listening to this on a break that you have in your day, try to just peel your shoulders back, let your upper lashes graze down to your lower lashes. Close your eyes, maybe take some space through the sides of your neck. Try to broaden your chin and the space that it maintains from your chest. As you settle into this, start with a nice strong pattern of your inhalation and your exhalation. So deeply pull through your nose and press it out through your lips. Establishing that same strong current of airflow through your body, your nasal passage, taking that in. And out. So sitting and settling into your body, mind, and spirit. And while you do this, continue with that strong inhalation and exhalation. And if it becomes more subtle, perfect. If it becomes stronger, perfect. If it becomes something that draws itself out, maybe it ceases or lapses, just revisit, go right back to it. It's never too late to start again. So going through that and checking in as you revisit your breath over and over again, keeping your palms open to the sky if you'd like, or letting them rest onto your belly, onto your lap, wherever you're finding the most comfort. Recognizing your body as the system of force that it is. Finding your highest state of being and of giving. Because when we hone into our center, when we find that nice, clear path of air, of thought, of acceptance, and then inevitably execution, Everything works from a higher state of being and giving. You scan through your tissues as you breathe, and we can ask ourselves how we wish to feel. 
we start a week and we say, or maybe question how we wish to make others feel. Whatever it is you do in your day to day, in your work, in your relationships, in your play, it's coming back and revisiting what you really need, your necessities, your values, and what matters to your core. And then letting that extend and wrap around with the flesh that's holding and weaving your body. Expanding through your chest, breathing open through your back. Letting go of compression around your mind, your upper spine, your heart, or your internal organs. Honoring your own language, what your body and spirit need. And whether you choose tension, some of that choking and that, that holding and blocking, or you choose the expansion in your heart over fear. And if there's noises around you, if there's distraction, just know that that's the universe saying nothing's ever gonna be perfect. But we work and we work at it and we create our own definition of what the best is in that moment, time and time again. Seeking alignment and love for yourself and asking again, are we weighted or are we free flowing? You wanna think about water. When you cook dinner, if you leave it on the burner without stirring, if you leave it stagnant, it'll boil over. And sometimes all we need is to stir the water, to stir the air in our body, to keep ourselves at bay. Take a deep breath into your nose, breathe your shoulders, allow them to descend down your back towards your hips, root into your tail, root into your heart, your head. Let your eyes open and carry that state. Oh my gosh, so relaxed. I don't think I can interview you now. Oh, stop. <laughs> Our four minutes and 26 seconds serenade. <laughs> well, I think this is so important because um, a lot of people that listen to this are, you know, working in the beauty industry and it's such a demanding industry. And I think we forget a lot to just like take some space and some time. And yeah, like going from aesthetic self-care to internal self-care, which yeah. we have a, a great habit of dividing the two and forgetting that there's a synergy to it for sure. Well, thank you so much for starting us off with that. Um, oh, I am going to interview you now, let's which is go, really fun. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get into working with fitness and wellness and why is it so important to you? Oh my gosh, loaded like questions. questions um, <laughs> yeah, loaded questions because it ties into this big, vast web. Um, so I actually found myself in fitness and well-being about seven years ago. Yeah, seven years ago now. Um, I had been working in an office job. I had actually experienced a loss and a grievance within that year, the year prior, and was my best friend and my boyfriend. and. He passed away suddenly in a car accident. And so coping with that, um, I found myself kind of in this dark 
hollow tunnel where I felt very alone. And despite the incredible people and support and love I had around me, like to this day, I still have a mug that you bought me from anthropology with a sweet little H and a yellow ornate pattern, honey. You and Amaris, I remember to this day. Um, but I had been working in an office job and that kind of helped me just stay above ground, stay status quo and and manage myself while while dealing with something that I didn't know how to navigate. And I eventually sought out a bar studio when I had actually taken a class with my good girlfriend, Libby. We went to a class. I had actually tried snowboarding the day before. So when I took this bar class, I didn't know if my bones were breaking or if I was just working muscles I didn't know existed, as I'm sure we all do when we take our first bar class. So <laughs> I took that class, but I fell in love with the space. I fell in love with the energy. And that's one thing that doesn't lie, especially if you're a person who loves the idea of physics and studies. So I actually reached out and I remember I had an interview with the one and only Lindsay Butchko. We chatted, I was hired, I started working there. And from there, my own dance background that I had at the School of Alberta Ballet came into play and I trained with the incredible staff there. I got to learn and grow so much under the women at that incredible studio for five incredible years. And from there, it just really tied in taking a class that was so physically challenging, it brought to light how much mental discipline it takes, mm -hmm. how that mentality also is distracting you from external sources or losses that you have in the world and really bringing you back into yourself despite all, despite all odds, despite all adversity. Yes. So, I mean, we'll credit Lindsay Butchka. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Shout out um, to Lindsay. Yeah, love her so. Um, and so now this has brought you into, um, you kind of, well, and I know you've said this to me in the past that you kind of like to have your eggs in a few different baskets. Always, always. Um, so you're kind of a bit of a jack of all trades in that you're doing like a couple of different things. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing now? So I love creation. And mm. as much as I know we're in a, in a culture that we're saying busy is not always the best. I like to have my hands busy. I'm very mm -hmm. much a person that needs those small fixations and also for mental health. It's one thing that I found almost meditational outside of actual meditation because I've done those trainings with Karen Kilback and I've gone through children's yoga trainings with Jenna from Wimbin, um, but to focus on something a little more tangible. So I started with fiber art, otherwise known as macrame, so wall hangings, um, garlands, you're looking at your sweet wedding altar. Yeah, um, chairs. All, yeah, <laughs> chairs, chairs and slingbacks now. So just about anything that I can try to create, I will venture to do because why we throw something out and we could just make something of it. If you find a beautiful piece from nature, if you need something to hang your plants off of, why not? Absolutely. So beautiful. I'm like with the chairs that is like, we had these chairs and we broke them and we're like, oh, we're just going to throw them out. And Hillary's like, oh, I'm coming over. We're not going to throw them out. <laughs> <Toss> everything. <laughs> Don't light them on fire just yet. So, and I mean, we tested them. Jordan sat in them. He's like, they're kind of like a hammock. So it's, oh, yeah. lovely. <laughs> it's so nice. And I do, I, I love it because it's also a way to give back to local initiatives that help provide and actually instill more programming in schools in Calgary 
that support programs that talk to kids about their emotions that will eventually hopefully help and work towards supporting first responders as well so that they have the resources they need to feel safe in talking about how they feel, whether that's positive, whether that's negative, whether it's tumultuous and you don't even know how to really pinpoint it. So where can we find your creations? Oh, so I call it techni. So techni macrame, techni is actually Greek for art, paying homage to I am half Greek. So I was like, why not? Let's go. I don't know (laughs) Greek though. So if anyone tries to um, challenge me on that, I will fully lay down and say, I know nothing except (laughs) how to say, how are you? Um, So you can find them at Junction 9, Far West. You also have the Way Holistic Collective, there is a few other places, Joyful Java Cafe in the Northwest. Um, hopefully we'll have some in Calgary Heritage Roasting Co. soon. Oh, yes, nice and close to you, Angel, that's Salon <laughs> Bowie. And, and so a few different local businesses in the city that just want to help support curation. People will reach out to and say, hey, um, I really want this color and I want something for my child's nursery. And I just yeah. say, what base do you want? Do you want brass? Do you want copper? Do you want driftwood? And we kind of just work to make something unique for them. And if they have inspiration that they want to send, it's always welcome and kind of just curating something for everybody. Oh, I love it. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely make really great work as I obviously know this. But sweet <laughs> angel of testing <laughs> For those it. listening, definitely check out Techni. That's how you say? Techni Okay. Um, so we did start this with a little bit of a, um, guided meditation. So can you share a little bit about, um, like finding stillness and why this would be so important for a busy professional and how to maybe incorporate it into their so lifestyle? I think stillness is something that's really uncomfortable for a lot of us. I don't yeah. think our society is one where we are promoting quiet instilled meditation where we come home and we're okay with the silence that we walk into. It's like turn on music, put on a podcast, talk to your partner and see how they're doing and put on a movie or just let a show blindly play in the background. And we're all guilty of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's even just something that COVID or any other circumstance that comes out unexpectedly, taking a walk, being by yourself. Meditation does not have to be sitting still, closing your eyes without any support for your backbone. It can be taking a walk in silence, feeling the wind brush up against your face, looking at the sky and thinking all the things you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Because when you hone your focus on those things, it drowns out a lot of the other mental doubts that can otherwise be perpetuated by the fact that we have two wolves at all times. One of my girlfriends so long ago, and it was probably seven or eight years ago, showed me a poem and a quote, and it talks about the two wolves. And the wolf that wins is the wolf you feed. We all have a good and a bad. We both have those Jekyll and Hydes. And to be conscious enough, to be mindful of where you let your mind draw, because your brain is a muscle. If you don't flex your muscle in the direction you want it, it will go and it will veer back in the same pathway that it has a deeper tread with. And a lot of times for some forsaken reason, (laughs) it's easier for us to believe bad about ourselves or for others than it is Mm -hmm. to be compassionate towards ourselves and to be empathetic or sympathetic towards someone else and saying, well, if I didn't hear from them or if this didn't pan out how I wanted it, it's not about me. Maybe they have something else going on. 
maybe it's a need that they have. You know, mm-hmm. and us just all kind of that ebb and flow, that give and take, and it never stops. It's a cycle, but it's one that we can kind of slowly grasp with our minds in more positive ways. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so take a walk. More of the three. Take a walk. I'm going to go take a walk. Take a walk. Um, take a few deep breaths and just like <laughs> shoulders back, chin is up. You're feeling good. Yeah. It's actually so great. I think this is a perfect time to have you come on the podcast just because there are so many people that are heading back to work right now and really swirling in this like vortex of craziness. Well, and it's feeling those extremes, right? Mm. Like if you're working a 12 hour day, guess what? You're not going to have the same capacity to facilitate seeing a friend, social distancing, to be able to come home and necessarily make dinner for your partner or even make healthy choices for yourself. So it's Mm. finding those times where you have energy and saying, I'm going to roll with it. That's where I meal prep. That's where I plan out some things. That's where I budget or that's when I do this. And let's just hope that I can post on that way for the next five days. And then I get that next wind again. Yeah. Because you're not going to have it every day. And somehow we set up these expectations of, oh, this should be a constant. Nothing Mm -hmm. is constant. All flies and goes. And we have learned this this year. Oh, hello. (laughs) Hi, 2020. Hi, 2020. (laughs) Um, so usually when I have a guest on the podcast, I like to post just to see if anyone else has questions for them. And of course for you, like there are a few. So um, I'm going to move into the question portion of questions that are not for me. Sure. Um, so the first question I have here for you is, where do you get your energy from? It's infectious. Love you, girl. Angel. Um, I don't know who this is, but you know what? <laughs> Sometimes I think that maybe I was injected with something at birth. I think it's all about a good sleep, yeah. good food. Sometimes a little McDonald's, um, but I would honestly have to say that the energy I get is from the people I'm with. Yeah. I, my energy feeds off of other people, and I think it's a mutual balance of, I hope that I get to give to someone as much as I feel I get, because yeah. that has saved me time and time again to be around soulful human beings that are vulnerable, that are honest, and if they're having a bad day, they are honest about that, so if Perhaps I'm at a place where I can offer any insight or any even love and just a hug. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's possible. That's a, a currency of, of favoring and giving someone something that you can because you want to. That's something that's incredible. Yeah. And you can't really, you can't bottle that. You can't cap it. It's, it's other people. It's mm-hmm. the beautiful people in my life. For sure. I think you're very, like someone who's very involved in the community. So I think, I think of you like going around in your little mini Cooper, like <laughs> seeing everybody <laughs> that you do know and being like, oh, hey, Helen, oh, how's it going? There's a few people that can attest <laughs> that if I'm like driving around the neighborhood, doesn't matter what quadrant in the city, I'll roll down my window and I'm like, hey girl. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm a cat caller, but not a cat caller, yeah. if you know what I'd say. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I hope it never changes. Even I hope if so I, too. Even totally. if there's ever a little kid napping in the back, I'll be like, wake up. Yeah. Well, you're going to end up having a kid with just as much energy. You're gonna oh get my gosh. Someone help me. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. What motivates you to work out? Um, there are people that can't move their body. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, like for example, getting pretty intimate. I have an uncle who at the age of 19 lost his life. 
he was in an accident mm. with a train and he lost both of his legs up to his mid thighs. And he has dealt with traumatic brain injury, <laughs> like the aftermath of a traumatic brain injury ever since. And even just seeing his mentality around people and how he's had to live his life moving forward once you've lived 18 full years of your life with the ability to walk, it's one of those things that I never take for granted. And even as I see my dear grandmother get older and her mobility is, is impeded by age and arthritis, I just think now is the time that we use our body and we get to continue to use our body because the moment we stop is the moment, same as when I talked about in meditation, when the water sits still, it boils over. If you just keep it moving, if you aerate it, it actually doesn't overflow. And it's the same with your body. If you keep moving and you keep that subtle momentum in your life, your body doesn't have time to calcify. Your joints don't have the time to necessarily break down. And obviously that's case by case because everyone's genetics are different. Everyone's joints, history, scar tissue, it's, it's all very unique. <laughs> However, sorry, Siri is just Siri. always on me. She's, She's like, I'm listening. Um, so I think it's, to me, it's important. It's the preservation and it's the celebration of your body to move. And that's, again, a walk where I'm like, honey, squeeze your glutes while you walk, flex your legs, pretend you're in the Olympic speed walking competition. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's a slow jog, which like, I'm asthmatic. I'm not a huge jogger, but I'll tell you one thing. My boyfriend bought us a hands-free elliptical for quarantine and it changed my life. This is the plug for the hands-free elliptical. But it's not even a plug. Not sponsored, not sponsored. But I promise you, it's the best. Just use some hand weights. I put some Amazon Prime on the iPad and away we go. It's a vortex. It's a gorgeous vortex. So I feel like this is kind of piggybacking on that, but um, this is a similar question. So what advice do you have for someone who's struggling to balance everything in life and then also a healthy exercise routine? I think it's not being hard on yourself. I think when we say something like routine, it's to think that it needs to be regimented or it needs to be the same every day or every week. Mm -hmm. I think doing what you can with what you have that day, that week, that month, just do the best that you can. Mm-hmm. And don't be so hard on yourself if you miss a day because maybe instead you decided to order some local Baja fish tacos. You know what I'm saying? Like well, we gotta order them you got to order them. <laughs> I had them for lunch yesterday. But there's those days where you really just kind of need to love yourself and you need to relax your mind. You need to not be so hard on yourself and watch a movie, watch a film, a documentary, listen to a podcast, like talk to someone that really evokes all the love and companionship that maybe you're looking for because that can be different in all of your relationships but I don't think you have to be pumping out one or two fitness classes a day or every other day to be feeling good about yourself and to feel like you've successfully moved your body yeah you know like I have a girlfriend who like (laughs) Robin went on a run got home hey can you FaceTime me and do an arm series with me I was like honey yeah I haven't moved all day. I would love nothing more than to put on Khalees milkshake three times in a row and do some arms, you know? And I, I looked, I, I said, like, yeah, I am a little balmy on the face right now. And just to do something like that, to get your heart pumping, to feel your body five, 15, 30, an hour, whatever it is, yeah. do it for you. And yeah. don't do it out of comparison. And don't do it because 
hey, I get to post this up and, and that's what everyone else knows, not what I know. Do it for you. I love that. That's a great answer. The last question I have for you, which oh. may, I don't know who submitted this question. Um, <laughs> who does your hair? Oh my gosh, it might be Heather DeKlein, um, formerly known as H. Cozy, Heather Cozier, my love. I'm so um, half and half. Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm needing some hair love from you soon. If, if you've known me for the last five to six years, some of you would know that I used to have a undercut, a little mm -hmm. side shave, so we've been growing her out. What's she her went, name again? She went from Ellen, yeah. and she, well, first it was Chia, yeah. Chia Pet, Chia Chia and then she was Ellen, and now she's like a little bit more like Diane Sawyer or Barbara Walters if you curl her right. So when she gets to about the collarbones, we'll be getting Heather to uh, give us a nice blunt bob and some, yield some sweet toning <laughs> up. But yeah, in the interim, she's taken me from brunette to blonde to ginger and back. So, yeah. well, so <laughs> here we are. Would you recommend doing an uh, undercut again? Would you do it again? Unless you totally intend to keep it for five years, go for it. No, I'll, I'll be honest. At the time, I was I said to my roommate, I looked Lauren in the eye. I was like, I want to shave my whole head. She's like, Don't do it. <laughs> I work at a hair salon at the time. She's like, Don't you dare! You'll. I was like, But I regret it. She's like, You'll regret it. Oh my God. And then and then I was like, What if I shave a part of my head? She's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I was like, okay, and here we are. That's so funny because, like, I do Lauren's hair too, and she's like, half an inch, just a little bit. I know, <laughs> and I sent, I sent Lauren to you because I was like, Heather will listen to you. She much. will I listen will not to you. Shave your head. And she's like, it's the truth. She doesn't go further than I want her to go. I'm no, like, no, isn't that just it? Won't make you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today, Hillary. Where can our listeners find you? Oh my gosh, everywhere, everywhere. in the streets. Going um, around in the <laughs> yeah, no, whipping around the city, probably playing too loud with like some 90s hip hop. Um, but you can find me, I mean, online, mm -hmm. Hillary J. Taylor on Instagram. You can find me at Bar West or at Junction 9, where I teach both bar as well as a myofascial release class at Junction 9. So, I mean, over summer, of course, schedule theory. But if ever you're you're looking for a good fix, a friendship, or just a chat, a hug, I like to call myself a hug dealer She's because really I love them. A good tight squeeze, why not? Yeah. I know things socially are weird right now, but if you're if you're down to go past the elbows, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm down to go past the elbows, honey. Thank you so much, Hillary. <laughs> Thank you for having we'll me. We'll have her again sometime, maybe. So good. Everyone, take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at heatherdk_. underscore. Until next time, sending love and light your way.